0: American Livecast Premier officially back. Got a lot of topics to cover, and I'm Nigel, and uh, this is Caden. About to get into it, man.
1: Happy to be back, episode two, man. Happy at it again. uh, Once again, Um, just kind of going over Premier League restart. Here we have a few topics we'll go ahead and talk about. I think one, one game, two games we're all thinking about is Arsenal's Premier League restart. Um. And it could not
0: have got off to a worse start. Just straight up. Dad Luis is easily the biggest mug in the Premier League. Arsenal <coughs> have probably the worst luck ever of a team.
1: Yeah. Um hey. What do, what do we say at the end of last week's episode, man? Arsenal's a cursed club and uh I yeah, mean, man. that is kind
0: of funny because Granite Shaka went off injured too.
1: Somebody that we yeah. I'm not a fan of
0: man. Yeah, I mean there's a lot of Granite Shaka slander out there. I hate to just you know add on to him like that but i mean when you play like that dude you open yourself up to criticism and the dude's making like 100k a week so he's not too worried about some mean instagram comments
1: i think one thing we first and foremost how david louise played in that first game versus city was um that's some of the worst center back play i think i've ever seen and at the Premier League level.
0: And that's not even just like not being like Matt Sharp. That's more just like he was just completely out of it. And that's yeah. probably the easiest
1: goal Raheem Sterling will score all season. It's one thing to misplace a pass, I mean, but that I don't know where his head was at. And it's one thing, you know, somebody's played a through ball behind you and you're beat, but the way he brought down Mares just Oh yeah, he he panicked. He just I don't, panicked. I don't know. I don't know I, when you talk about great Brazilian center backs, you think of like players like Lucio. I mean, we weren't I wasn't around for like the 90s and 80s and all that. But Tiago Silva is probably one of the best Brazilian center backs of this generation. But when you think about the, that Arsenal team, like why the lack of quality is there. Like, think about how many of these top clubs, like all of these players play for the international team. But like, look at Arsenal. Like, who are their international players? They have Pepe, Yang,
0: Hector Bellerin. Uh,
1: but not even, though. Yeah, yeah not
0: even. Yeah, sport. not like that. Uh, they got Leno. That's, but he's on the
1: start, though. Yeah, but he could. I would see how you, like, Leno's not a bad shout. And then you got, like, Kalasinich and Tierney. And that's literally your whole team. Like, Gunduzi's not playing for France. Like, that's yeah. just kind of where Arsenal are at right now. Yeah, that's, but, uh, that's just one thing i've noticed from the past with arsenal but like we said man they're they're a cursed team dude and they they just concentration really hurts that team there's a lot of quality but it's just like the the things that footballers don't want to do that's where arsenal really struggles wanting wanting to defend like imagine if they had a center back that took pride in clean sheets like i don't know it's
0: Speaking of Brazilian defenders, Thiago Silva is leaving for free PSG this summer. I, saw, I think I that'd be a good that'd be good for them if he wants to come, which I doubt he would.
1: To Arsenal, that would be wow. Yeah. That would be nuts. Um, that'd I, be I, huge. I saw something he was leaving the other day. I didn't know that was on a free though. That's wow.
0: So, after this summer, man, if they wanted if they want a new center back, I'd definitely go in for him or Koulibaly.
1: Yeah, Silva's class. I know he's. I don't know how many more years he has left at the top. I don't watch League One a lot, but gosh, I remember him at AC Milan, dude. And yeah,
0: he's. I, yeah, there's just like part of me where it's like you know he might have some more years just because he's been playing League One. Uh, he's mm-hmm. just been chilling.
1: Mm-hmm. He's been playing in a farmer's league. There's no doubt about it. No doubt. But he's he's a good player. But going back to Arsenal, man, that. It's, it's just that so many injuries game. too with that team. Oh my goodness, yeah, that was uh, crazy. That was that first game versus City was so strange because there's obviously like a lack of sharpness in like both teams. I I think ever since the Premier League's restarted, you can we can see that. There, there's you know, I mean that's expected though. Three months out, but that, I feel like that's why we've seen a lack of goals. It's a uh, lack of sharpness. Oh yeah. But all those Arsenal injuries, man, that is uh, Pablo Mari out for the season. 23 minutes played and what? That's probably his second or third game for the first team. He's just gone.
0: Guess there in January, COVID hits around March, gets his first start. And that was just a a cursed game, honestly. It was just maybe three or four injuries, I think.
1: Yeah, I didn't even really see his injury either. Like, I just just around the 23rd minute and went down. That was, that was it. I'm trying to... Who else went off? Xhaka went off.
0: Yeah, Xhaka went off. Uh, the center back from Manchester City, he had like a neck or a head injury. He came off
1: too. Oh, that was terrible. That, yeah. That was a terrible 50-50. With his own player too, man. That was... Uh, yeah. Mm. You don't want to see that. Nah, it's good that he's back and he's okay. I, we all saw something about that on social medias. Anybody else follows football. But, um... I mean, another hit for Arsenal, even just two or three days later when they have another game, the Burton Leno injury against uh, Brighton with Albion. That was... <sighs> That's just so unlucky, man. Like, you know, I don't think Neil Mope has bad intentions when he's going there. Like, he knows he's second best, but, like, you know, like, he just happens to make a little bit of contact with him when he's up off the ground. Like, if I was an Arsenal fan, I'd be devastated. As just a football fan, like, seeing, like, how good he is as a keeper, like, for a team that's struggling like that, it reminds me of, like, yeah. De, Ge- De Ge at United, like, four or five years ago, like, where he was just, like, their best player. Like, that's a real shame.
0: Most consistent player goes down. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I mean, I don't even know if it's, like, a yellow card. So, like... It just wasn't that big of a deal. It's just he just landed so awkwardly. And it's he a, just a, ends up like hyper extending his knee is what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Similar to like when Ibrahimovic hurt his knee like two year, two or three years ago. Where it's just a, he just landed on so awkwardly and put all that pressure.
1: Mm-hmm. Freak accident, man. Like just landing a bit off balance and just it's it's unlucky and it fortunately. That was, a,
0: that was just a tough game against Brighton.
1: And then and then there's there's the comments after the game where, you know, Mope is probably the whole time they're probably in his ear after that injury, and they're 1-0 up. He's probably hearing about it then. And then the equalizer comes, and who else scores in the 94th minute? Of oh, yeah. Like, I want to know how many goals he scored this season. I just, like, I feel like oh,
0: yeah, he didn't uh, score too much. Neil Mope?
1: Uh, yeah, Neil Mope. I think he's one of Brighton's top goal scorers. I can do a quick search on that because I remember just checking in on like I have a buddy that's a Brighton fan and that's kind of the hey, only reason is. I know that he's been um, the Lads. that's how I know he's kind of been firing this season I was going to see if I could pull something up about that um, I see 9 goals 9 goals in 29 matches in the Premier League which is pretty good for a team like Brighton that, oh, helps, yeah. that helps out a team like them a lot
0: Oh yeah, if you can get double figures in any category, mm-hmm. yeah, that's like, dude, that can that can really make a difference.
1: Hundred percent it can. But uh, he's a decent decent player, but uh, just a, I don't know. That's just part of the game. Shit happens, and then you see how with Gunduzi grabbing his neck around full time, the Arsenal fa- players getting in his face. I mean, it's just like frustration and anger. It's totally understandable, but. Yeah, especially for a team
0: that just always has injuries for some reason. Not sure why. Yeah, That's what I mean, what? I don't even know who Arsenal's backup is. Cause I didn't I, recognize that dude that came in at all.
1: Oh, um, well, I happened to uh, see Arsenal play last summer in Charlotte when they were in North Carolina. Which is, if anybody's watching this, that's where we're from. I don't know who the hell watches this, but anyway, yeah, the three, um, the three people, out there. <laughs> the three people, Paul, <laughs> Paul, and Carson. We appreciate you. Probably a couple other people. Anyway, um, yeah, and I saw Mart Martinez play, and he's not a Premier League keeper. Let's just say that. I'm not saying he's a bad goalkeeper. Like he's a professional, but like, like when I was watching Arsenal and Charlotte, like I saw like Ozu and Lacazette, and I was like, like Ozu, you know that's a really good player you like you see something else and then he's just like oh there's this goalkeeper but arsenal yeah that and leno's the first good goalkeeper they've ever had since we've kind of been watching the premier league because layman was like in his last season like when i first started watching like he just like yeah and Almunia was there there's been like czech wasn't a bad goalkeeper he just was not good for arsenal because he was past it and then remember yeah. when he gained all that weight up top like got really strong
0: yeah he it was a disaster
1: yeah so it's it's like i when i think about the leno injury i think about all considering all that and it's just like unfortunate for the club and like unfortunate for him because what he's like 24 25 like
0: yeah but he, he's he, like he's like approaching his prime or kind of in it right now
1: yeah he's, really,
0: he's been really
1: good so far. And he, and he plays very maturely. Like, granted, he's not the best in the world with his feet, but, I mean, dude, I'd, I would trust him in, in between the sticks. He does a good job. It's just unfortunate. Like, that's unfortunately part of the game. But, uh, that's unfortunately. Out. Unfortunately, man.
0: We got Manchester United versus Tottenham, which was
1: yeah. a decent game. Yeah, I watched about um, the first 30 40 minutes of that game I had work that day um, I saw some good things I saw United they it wasn't so much side to side I saw some better things but like once again like I could tell Martial wasn't sharp but I mean like it's been three months since he played in a real match like you can't recreate that stuff in your yard on quarantine yeah um, you know I'm Really happy to see Paul Pogba back. Just speaking like I United fan once again, but really oh yeah.
0: the streets have been killing for that, Bruno Fernandez. Paul Pogba link up.
1: Yeah, and I there's some there's something on there. There's two really good players. And oh yeah. If if they can sign Sancho in the summer man, I think they have a really good chance of competing for some silverware. Whether it be the FA Cup, maybe the Premier League. It just depends on the form of other teams too. Like that, that's why yeah. Liverpool ran away with it this year. If if City signed a, a proper center back last summer, I don't think they'd be as far off as they are. I'm not saying they'd be in first or anything, but playing friendly at yeah. center backs costs them a lot. Getting a bit that's off the topic, but um, that's
0: true. But now that's true though. The Premier League, it's just like there's so much. It's like the people at the top are so much better than everyone else. So much. It's just quality. complete. Just levels. Mm-hmm. Like that's, it's just City and Liverpool, and even when city aren't doing that well they're still miles better than mostly all the other teams mm-hmm.
1: that's exactly the point that i was getting to like that's what like signing bruno did for like united i felt like, like in our attack something was taking up a level and then if we have bruno and bringing in pogba back like like we, like you're saying like there are levels to that to that shit like there are levels to that and oh yeah Bringing Pogba back, if we have somebody there that can find an ADR pass, to a player like Marcus Rashford that never stops running on the wing, that's, dude, you just you have a lot more options in your attack. So, I and and like you know what he did to win that penalty, that was. Oh like, yeah. What kind of center mids are we finding players taking on center backs like that on the touchline like a winger? You know, like just skate past
0: Eric Dyer, sorry ass. Yeah, seriously, like, they—they they, Eric got. Dar- yeah, yeah. We, he's hes another player that's just stealing a living.
1: Stealing, them. Yeah. I don't think stealing a living, yeah. Stealing a living, man. I wouldn't want him in my team. I'd rather play Scott McTominay back there. guy. 100%. Yeah he's, yeah. He's just, <laughs> yeah, he's just, he's just fast. He's just too slow. So take nothing Eric away from Pogba. Gar- you still got to get out into that area. And, I mean, he came on as a sub, but nevertheless, he made something happen. That's why... Manchester United fans, I think, have missed him a lot this season. He, he takes people on, he shoots from distance, he really has all the tools in his bag. And that's probably why he gets so much criticism, honestly. Because people so,
0: know that his ceiling's so high that it's like,
1: mm-hmm. they
0: expect him to get man of the match like every game, just box the box and do everything. Which is understandable, he definitely does have that ability, but it's tough though. Yeah. Especially when you're kind of being moved around in midfield a lot. And he, I, been, just he knew where he's gonna play and who he's gonna play with
1: week in week out. Yeah, and I don't, I don't doubt his quality after that World Cup. What seeing when you have weapons around him, he doesn't even need to be like taking people on. Like he was just finding passes, like passes to great players like Mbappe and Griezmann, and making stuff. And him bringing back, him being back brings levels to that team.
0: 100%. Oh yeah, using that quality.
1: Um. What other topics you got, Nigel?
0: We got Hector... My boy Hector Bellerin trying to plant these trees, but Arsenal can't get a win. I mean, that's tough, man. He's trying to save the environment, but Arsenal is uh, trying to kill Earth, I guess.
1: He's he's an interesting case, because when he, when he came onto the scene, I thought he was so good, like, in terms of, like, tenacity and just going again and again, like...
0: Yeah, he was probably... I mean, he was definitely the best, like, under-21, probably defender, or right-back at least. I mean, he was very good when he first came out.
1: It's like he almost blossomed too early because now it's... He doesn't have... Like, all he ever really had was his pace, too. He's not the best defender.
0: Yeah, that that pace was, like, a bit of a crutch to get back on defense. Sometimes it was just about effort. Like, cause I, don't, I feel like his defensive position hasn't gotten that much better since... He's
1: broke, through in, like, 2014, 15? Not at all. And, um... He makes some, uh... He's just not... He's not bad going for him, but what made him better in the past was his pace. And now that he doesn't have that, like... He's not like Trent Alexander-Arnold with the ball at his feet. You know what I mean? Like, his thing was taking somebody one-on-one, beating them, then he drew somebody else out, and then he plays that ball, like, without that, like, speed. I don't know. I yeah. mean and, I don't know, like, when I think of Bellerin, just the whole, the fashion, like, I I see a guy that is so into other stuff that's not professional football, and, like, I get it, but, like, if you're at a club like Arsenal, like, that's kind of what you gotta be, man, like, you have the rest of your life to do that stuff I mean, I'm not trying to judge him personally, I'm just saying if I was, like, in Arsenal, if I'm up in the upper management, or, like, the coach, you know what I mean, like, i don't know just yeah i, I mean i think it's I a I,
0: it's a I, I fair criticism i mean it's people have made body that body criticism body body like beckham back in the day where it's like he's kind of doing too much stuff outside of the game this is, and people think it's away focus but i mean if you're a fan paying for tickets week in week out you just want people like you want that to be their sole focus is on the club and winning games because. I mean, that's basically, like, the career of any professional athlete, like, it's basically make as much money as you can, and then win as much games as you can, like, that really is just the job, but that should be, like, your focus. 100%,
1: and, like, I'm all for an athlete raising awareness for, like, you know, like, planting trees, That's, that's a good thing, but, like, I'm just saying in terms of a footballer, like, because, like, this is why I've, I feel, like, bad about criticizing him. is because, like, activism, that's, these guys have the platform to do that. And, like, that's totally, like, I think that's a good thing. But he's just not the player he used to be. And I don't know. I don't know if it's other things on it. Like, you know, like.
0: Yeah, it's like, just, like, don't, maybe cool he's, the, don't maybe cool he's the Paris Fashion Week and then drop a 2 out of town on the weekend. And, and that's, that's why I'm that's, saying that's he the might the not thing.
1: be so invested. Because he is into fashion and all that stuff. It's not even just all activism. Like, it, there's other things. Like, anyway. That's, but I mean, that's the life of a modern athlete now. A bit different than when we were younger. You know, you didn't see Michael Ballack and all that stuff. Nigel, you got um, some other topics?
0: Got my boy uh, Phil Foden coming on getting a goal, and he's getting a start today right now against Manchester. or He's playing against, who is it? Oh, Burnley, yeah. You got a start against Burnley? A little bit rare.
1: Yeah, uh, I kept looking over this way because I had the game on in the background earlier. Honestly,
0: um, I think if Phil Foden plays, let's say, was it was like 32 games in a season, Premier League season, something like that, if he starts like 20 games, I think he has a decent chance of going to the Heroes. Just because David Silva won't be there. You know, yeah. like a lot more game time.
1: You're talking about for England, right?
0: Yeah, I think he, he's got a decent
1: chance to go to the Euros. Because when he I, plays, he normally plays like pretty well. I so think he should, that, he should be in that squad. His football like you, when you watch him, he, he eliminates his touches to one-two touch. And he's he's a good player, man. He, he's, a, he's
0: definitely a super talented player. Like, he's never looked at a position in that team. No, no. players
1: man. like that. And he's, and the crazy thing is, like, watching him today, he's still so young looking and, like, like, so slender in his physique, but man, like, this dude can play, man.
0: He's a baller, dude, straight up. Yeah, like,
1: the, more, the more time he gets in the Premier League, he's gonna keep getting better and better. I mean, I, I can just tell even when he's not playing in the Premier League games, like, just training with these guys, like, you know, he's he's a quality player, man. I think he's really good. Um Yeah.
0: Naps. Naps.
1: and I think he should be playing for England because man I would love to see like somebody like him and Rashford together this that's a great player man yeah he like, has a lot of options going to the Euros too when you think of young good left footed English like I liked Jack Wilshire a lot about 9 years ago but like this Foden kid is Wilshire and more like Wilshire was more of an 8 but dude, I, this kid is good
0: Sure, he was very box-to-box, but his dribbling was, like, people like these. Like, he could really be something special.
1: Yeah, this photo taking goals, yeah. It's he's,
0: he's a very talented yeah.
1: too. Yeah. The
0: way he turns out, of pressure, It looks like he should be playing for slow times. mm
1: mm-hmm. that's that high soccer IQ. 100%. Um, what else you got now? Yeah.
0: got, a uh, Captain America with the gold looking so. Uh,
1: was Astonville? Yeah, Aston Villa. Yeah, that um, Two more yeah, um, coming back, putting on. Kulacic and Drew got the goal, the goals for Chelsea. I'm not sure if he scored for the I watched the highlights. I was kind of busy that day. Um, I would just like know just for um, myself. Did you see people switch go? goal? What did you make of it?
0: I thought it was pretty good. Kind of makes a good run of the box. Get some good contact on it. I mean, it clips off the bar, yeah. But I could see it being pretty big for Chelsea next season. Because, I mean, that's normally pretty normal for most players, where you just take that year to sort of get the UC League. I mean, even someone as dominant as Suarez took like, a good, like, year to really... actually, like, a year and a half, actually really mm-hmm. get his feet under and they just completely just took off his dominance. I can
1: definitely see him being like a big part of Chelsea's future with William Pedro leaving in the summer. I think I think he's a good player too. Um, he's, he's impressed me more than I initially like thought coming you know, from Portman. I didn't think he'd deal with the physicality as well. I mean there are times where I've seen him, you know, I mean he's what, 21. It's yeah, he's so super young. Yeah, like this is a different world. I mean, He's, he's impressed me a lot, man. Um, the, the ability to play with both feet is something I like a lot about him. He's, he's a good player.
0: Oh, yeah. Him and uh, Timo Werner are going
1: to be a problem next season. Yeah, they, 100%. Nigel, I have, I'm going to call you right back, man. I'm going to call you right back. And for the all listeners, right. I might edit this out later if I don't. Like,
0: yeah, you can just edit out like all
1: like, the dead periods. I'll call you right back. I'm Right back. So, um, Howdy, everybody. You, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I had a phone call to take. had to exit the call, but we were back now. Me and Nigel were talking about uh, Chelsea versus Aston Hill. The message goal. Um, Jerubi scored. Uh, it was a player I've never even seen for Aston Hill in this ball. House? What was his name? Courtney House. Like, H A U S E. I've never heard of him. remember the name, man. Eh? Courtney Ellis. Yeah, I don't know if he was that guy that uh, knocked over the uh, the Sheffield United keeper. I don't know if he's number thirty nine. But anyway, uh, we were we were kind of on the way to talking about Timo Werner uh, coming to Chelsea, how that could affect Pulisic's career. What do you think, Nigel?
0: I think they're going to be able to play together. I think I don't think it's going to mess up Pulisic's development. I could see Werner on the... I could see them sort of alternating on the left and the right. And mm-hmm. maybe even using Werner up front. They did that with Hazard under Sorry, They sort of claimed that number nine role. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be interesting. I mean, I don't know if they're in the market for a new striker. I know they're also in for Havers. But like pretty much every team in Europe is at this point.
1: Yeah, that's interesting because if, if they sign Haberts, I think Vernon could be used more as a nine. Um, you know, I I thought what I saw the a Team Abraham last season at Chelsea wasn't bad. Maybe that's not what big Frank wants going forward. I mean... Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: I mean, they got a lot of money, man. They do. And uh, and it looks like Frank's just signing anybody he wants. I mean, I see why a lot of players would want to play the Frank Lampard who's a very, he was a very smart player, he's a very smart guy, um, you know, I think his project probably is the most appealing to a lot of young players, especially if you're looking to come to England, um, especially maybe if you're an attacking player, there's a lot of good young players there, I don't, I don't know, I, what, what are your feelings on
0: uh, yeah, I think Lampard's done pretty good in his first season of top play. I, think, I mean, he did a really good job with Darby last season. Mm-hmm. I think just how he used like the loan system, brought in I think, like, Harry Wilson, Mason Mount, and um, Tamori. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think he he knows what he's doing, man. I'd, I'd put some faith in him. I, I think he's yeah. definitely earned that big transfer budget, bringing the players that he wants to bring in. And yeah. I definitely think they could possibly push for Silverware if they get the targets that they want. I think they might also be in for like a center back. So if they can get a really good center back to pair with what they have already. I think that's a kind of a funny concern with them. I think Kurt Zuma's just been okay. Same thing with Christian Airstone. I think a Christian being Yeah,
1: Christian, yeah. Yeah. I you know I think it's kind of been a weak point for them. But other than I'm that looking. I think they've been solid. I think he might not I think he's their worst center back. If like we're talking about Tamori, Zuma, Christensen. I I don't know who else plays center back, you I'm trying to think. Might not. As Vlaquetta plays left back or right back. Um Yeah, I can't really I can't think of him right now,
0: but
1: Yeah, I don't think Christensen's that good. Like I'm trying to think of who Chelsea could sign. Like this always cool Kou- Kou- Tiago Silva you mentioned was on a free. That would be a Really, That'd, wow. If they sign him, man, wow, that could be good for them. I could,
0: yeah, I could actually see that happen if they want to make it happen. I don't know if he's still got it in him. I'm not
1: sure like how old he is, but... Probably about 32, if I had to take a guess, but, man, that would be a really good signing for him. He's a solid defender. He is 1984, so he is 36. Tiago Silva's been playing for that long? Wow. Yeah, he
0: looks like... Looks
1: exactly the same. Exactly the same. Like, as 10 as years car. ago. He's 35 years old, man. I would not have believed that if, like, somebody just told me that. I thought he was, like, 33 at the most.
0: That is crazy.
1: Time flies, but, um... We
0: got, uh, Danny Yang's looking like the best striker in the league right now. I don't think anyone expected that.
1: I didn't. I didn't. No one,
0: no one saw Danny Yang's coming.
1: He, he's been in good form this season, though. But, um... Man, he's, he's really been killing it this season. There just wasn't any space for him at Liverpool. And his whole career's kind of just been, I'm going to grind like as hard as I can. Like That's kind All of right. just, yeah, that's how he did his thing. Where was he playing before uh, Liverpool? Was it Burnley? Yeah, he had
0: that good season for Burnley that he got relegated They he went to Liverpool. So I think he had like 10 or so goals. But yeah. I mean, he's pretty much done that for Southampton pretty
1: well. I think he's at like 12 or 13 or maybe even a little bit higher than Marcus at 14 he might be 15 but he's going a good player yeah he's definitely like, I think he might be in the top 5
0: maybe
1: he might just be in like top 5 goal scores right now but he's definitely done his thing playing like, for South There's no way yeah I haven't seen a striker as good as him since um. there was Gabby, Heaney, and then there was uh, Alexander Yeah, a, Yeah, babe, people,
0: people know about them. The streets don't forget,
1: man. The
0: streets don't Not forget. Like
1: that.
0: They'll, they'll remember Danny Ings from now. They'll build a statue outside of. Yeah, real
1: real yeah. real people that outside watch. Outside of uh, St. Mary's.
0: Oh, they know. He's in that category right
1: now. There's another topic up here that I thought was a, an interesting one to bring up. The Roy Keane criticism on David A and... Were you about to throw a hand over a one-one draw? Yeah, let's talk about that strike from going on. Do you think? Do you think Edison or Allison would have stayed there? I think they would have, but
0: I mean, it was a—he did hit it right at him, but it wasn't really hard. But you definitely expect someone like the A and saved it.
1: That and yeah. that's exactly where i'm at tonight but i think that the top goalkeepers would have saved that shot yeah i think even like maybe nick Pope, being Dean Henderson would have saved it like it's kind of i'm a united fan and i think david de Gea is a really good goal was a great goalkeeper at one time but there's obviously been a decline a bit somewhat in the past couple of years um, it's just it's hard to say somebody doesn't deserve to play when they've been our player this season but you know you got to go with what's happening right now and you know you got to be honest with yourself you know if he if he still thinks he can be the number one then that then that says a lot about like if he can actually do it you know what I mean like if he thinks he can do it then maybe he should be given that chance based off of what he has done in the past like he has made some mistakes but I don't know I've seen a lot of it. I don't, like, I don't want to criticize him at all. He's, yeah, David Hanslander is off limits. It's, it's off limits. Man.
0: He's, he's been too good for Manchester United. Either. I, can, I he, think he definitely earned that right to challenge the number one squad. Like, I don't think he would just be sold if they bring back Henderson. No. I think if he wants to compete for that number one, I think that's he has I
1: mean, earned that. That's what I am saying. That yeah. That Manchester
0: I mean, United. Yeah, he's won like, player of the year like eight years in a row. That's he
1: just deserves a chance. And and he could have gone to Real Madrid back in Spain. He never left. And, like, um, I really appreciated him back in 2015-2016. Like, he was, like, one of our only shining spots with that team. That was a very bad time to be a Manchester United fan. But
0: Him, Rashford, and Martial were the only ones getting off in that team.
1: Unfortunately, at the same time, if you really want to compete, because, like, you have to think about this stuff, man. Like, if a world-class keeper did save it, it's one 0 and we like might have won the game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, could, there have been, have unfortunately, there have been times in the season where he slipped up. That's why, like, we have, like, I have this like conversation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I and mean, I, not too long ago against Watford, there was another mistake, and it's just I don't want to. He's not the scape. I don't even want to make him the scapegoat, but at the same time, you gotta be realistic going forward. Um, I don't know. I. He should, he should be, definitely be able to stick around and fight for that spot, 100%. I, I don't even want to criticize another fan. I'm so biased towards that subject. Yeah, I think uh, Harry McBarr deserves... He's definitely earned some criticism. Yeah, like
0: being yeah. Being the world's most expensive defender, like, it, it comes with some baggage,
1: man. And unfortunately, like, if it wasn't Ed Woodward that was at the helm making all these transfer... Um, being the guy that goes and conducts the business, I think we would have gotten him for keeping that. And I'm being serious. like Oh yeah, if look it was to they would have gotten started. a year before too. Oh 100 Look what the rainbow and gone in the market, bro. Like there were top clubs went to uh McKee and Zayek, Arsenal went I mean to everybody, but Real Madrid was even pursuing Zayek, like I don't know, like we have Ed and Ed going after these. Look how long it took for Bruno Fernandez, you know? That took a year. Yeah. I Like, I, I didn't even think we were going to sign him eventually. It was... it
0: was dark days, man.
1: Yeah, and back when we had Sir Alex, I mean, look, we went and got, got Van Persie in, like, one summer he was like, this guy can change my whole team. Like, and look, and they yeah. wanted, like, transfers really yeah. do work like that sometimes. I saw a stat earlier today. I think it was... 58 goals in 104 games for Manchester United. Robin van Persie. That's so. That's so critical. But anyway, like just kind of going off of Manchester United in the market there. You gotta be ruthless in the and like what we were going going back to talking about Frank Lampard earlier. Like what he's doing. Like they're making some big moves in the market. They get a center back. I see them being a real threat to top, for top for the title next season. Center back, possibly a left back. Yeah. I, I can see that. I don't think... I don't like Marcus Alonso. anymore. Nah, just, no, no. Nah, he's and he's got a quality free kick, too. But, like... you gotta, it's just defensive. Yeah, you gotta do more to be on a pitch than just hit a free kick. Like... That's a really good quality, but, like, if you can't run all game, like, what's the point? Yeah, I mean,
0: if you use him as a wing back, it works, but... Have him just like a back four. Just he just gets exposed too slow. Mm-hmm. Just not good enough defensively.
1: I'd rather play a team that can play Conte and Kovacic than like have to accommodate Alonzo. You know, yeah. I
0: think just, there's some speculation about Conte leaving too.
1: Really, Conte That's, leaving
0: too? Yeah, post saying maybe going to Juventus, which we that'd be huge for them because well, wow. the Juventus has a four-year window, or it's gonna be two after this season, but. They basically just had a four-year window to win the Champions League. I mean, that was the whole point of getting Ronaldo, really, because other than that, you win everything that you normally
1: would win. Like, the only thing that'll lose is the Champions League, you know? I'm just wondering if that... If that... It, do you think he would want that move? That's what I'm wondering. Going into that Juventus midfield. Because you already got Matuidi. But, yeah, you know, Matuidi could play in front of him. Uh,
0: yeah, it'd be interesting. Yeah, I don't know if he really wants that move or maybe, who knows, even Real Madrid, who knows.
1: Yeah, um, do you have, um, some other topics, Nigel? I think I've ran through about all of mine. We got,
0: um, we got some La Liga news. Barcelona and Real Madrid are officially tied. I think it's at 65 points each.
1: Yeah, eight eight games games
0: ago? Yeah, Yeah, eight games ago. Messi just trying to carry Barcelona to this title.
1: Man, it's it's so insane to me how he he is the, the quality around him has dropped so much.
0: Yeah, that's true, man. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't still know. Just transfer market, it's been weird recently. Like I, I don't think they really hit on any players really like that, or not I mean,
1: enough. I gotta think about what I'm comparing it to when I first like messy Messi, like 2012. Like I'm thinking of like Xavi and he just like. Like, Frankie Dion's really good. I like him a lot, but, like, it's, like, their defense, too. I don't know. It's just not the same Barcelona. I mean, we're comparing it to, what, one of the best teams in world football to ever exist, though. Yeah,
0: they're kind of a victim of their own success. I feel like with the academy system where it's like, that's not supposed to happen where you, where three players from your academy finish, like, in the top three at the Ballon d'Or voting. Like, that shit is, that is not happening. Mm. But, yeah, it's kind of disappointing. Many
1: players break into the academy, especially when they develop that reputation for doing that. Yeah, Barcelona have done something, you know. I'm, I'm a United fan, but man, like, just in terms of like what Barcelona represents to a lot of football fans, I know there's a lot of fans that are Barcelona fans and they're little kids and stuff, but if you actually want football and. You know about, like, Brazilian Ronaldo and Maradona, and Yo- Johan Cruyff is, like, the biggest one. But you know about all the legendary players that have playing. Romario, uh, Messi, Ronaldinho, all these players. Xavi Iniesta. Puyol. Fucking, even PK man. Like, look what he's done with his career when it's all said and done. Like, all these players, like, how can you not, like, love Barcelona? There's so much to learn that Rafa Marquez playing center back, like, Danny Alves is just so many players. Eric Abidal's still they, yeah. they're, just, they're a club I like a lot. Like, I love Ajax, I love Barcelona. But yeah, I, I mean, think with Barcelona, they
0: struggle to replace a lot of their players. Like, Shabby Xavi, though. They haven't really found a replacement for Busquets, Coil. Like, a lot of players like that, they never truly found a replacement for It's just been messy carrying
1: them. I mean, you know, they have MTT, but like... Maybe he's just not a Barcelona player, he's a top class running the back, but you know... Just like how, um, what's that guy that went to Everton, that center back? The Colombian guy. Oh, yeah, Yuri Mina. Yuri Even Mina, people. man. Good center back, but, like, maybe uh, he's yeah. just not a Barca player. Like, he's really good. I like him. He's athletic as fuck. Oh, yeah. I thought he could be really good if Me he,
0: too. like, could somehow develop in that
1: system. They'd he's really at
0: Everton. He's how to play, how, they, how he needs to play in that system.
1: Yeah. He's at Everton now, like, hopefully. It works out for him there, but... Yeah. Real Madrid. I mean, who would you bet on winning the title? It's, it's too early to say, though. Eight games, so much can change.
0: That's yes, uh, let's see. I don't know. I could see it going either way, but I think Barcelona might be able to pull away with this. Mm. But I think that's the only trip that they're gonna win. I can't see them winning Champions League, and I believe they're already knocked out of the Copa del Rey, so. Yeah, I think they lost to the Bilbao.
1: battle. That would almost be my guess too, I would, I would say Barcelona. Um, yeah. what do you think? You think? Re- I think Griezmann's kind of going now.
0: Yeah, I actually saw something today that apparently there was like a bust up in training between him and Messi. There's no videos, but it was just like a
1: report, so... if they kinda reported that?
0: Nah, I can't remember, but they kind of always like started that narrative that Messi doesn't like Griezmann. But that was mostly about the fact that just like he wanted a Neymar back at the club and they ended up with Griezmann. I don't think he like hates Griezmann, I think it's just like I think it's just the is kinda trying to blow it out of proportion. It looks like it was with the manager. I mean this is the sun. Yeah, that's true. The
1: sun is yeah.
0: always wishy washy.
1: Yeah. And um we have something mm-hmm. else, uh this doesn't have to be the last thing we talk about, Nigel. If we have anything else, kind of, on our list that we didn't touch on. But, um, just something we saw today at the Man City and Burnley game. We saw the, uh... Well, Nigel didn't see this until, like... I actually let him know right before I called him back, in through the episode, the White Lives Matter Burnley uh, plane banner over the Eddie had today. So, before the match kicked off, you know, they have everybody sit down. Well, they kneel for the um, Black Lives Matter, everything that's gone on in the United States where we're from. Um, yeah, and apparently a small minority of Burnley fans have gotten an interplayed. What, what do you think, Nigel? I'll let you go from here first. I think
0: that's crazy. So I think it was uh, not too long ago, but a couple days ago, where Trent, Alexander- Arnold he has the Black Lives Matter on his cleats, mm-hmm. so it's just two very different agendas, I think. Yes, yeah, I don't know, man. That's crazy. It's I mean, um, do, do Teams could they control like what flies above the stadium? Do you think?
1: Apparently, they heard something about kickoff. Where um, apparently before kickoff, the Burnley players heard something about it, and like. It was just kind of too late, like police couldn't deal with it in time, but um, what I saw from the news, police have taken it, it's a police investigation now, how it should be. I mean. And I, th- I think I can speak to like kind of both of us with what Burnley's captain, you know Ben Mead the center back, um, yeah. he said something where it was just like, it's just like a shame that there's a small minority of people that are taking the focus away from like what's really important. And, like, the transformation that, like, needs to take place, like, just, I, just a huge amount of disappointment, I mean, I'm not gonna look up his quote and what he said word for word, but, like, what I, what he was saying was, I was agreeing with it, just, it's just, like, a shame, like, you know, like, like, I, I don't know, man, like, what's wrong with saying Black Lives Matter? I don't know why there's people that have to say all lives matter. We're kind of getting away from football, but, I mean, this is a sport. This is a sport where all of us from around the world play this, and it's inevitable, like, that's the cool thing about football, in my opinion, that you're going to meet people from around the world, and it's just there's no room in the game for that. And I mean, there's no room in life for it, really. I mean, It seems
0: Seems like... When people say stuff like that, it's like just being countercultural, just to kind of like spite the other side. Like yeah. it doesn't seem like there's like any like real substance that statement is kind of just like, they're just trying to get a reaction.
1: It's countercultural, and and it, it yeah. antagonizes people, but not only that, it's very, it's so unempathetic down, I'm not a very well-spoken person, but like, anyway, like, I don't know if unempathetic is the word, but like, you know, yes. like, it's just it's not very- like... Tone not down. understanding, it is very tone deaf. In this case won't we'll deaf like say like all lives matter right now. Clearly, there has been systematic racism in this country. I mean, not only against African Americans, Native Americans, even for that matter. I'm just saying in general, man. Like it's very tone deaf to fly a plane with that banner across the top of the stadium, man. Like uh, it's just it's disappointing. What what Ben Me said. If anybody out there is listening to this, and they go and listen to that. Post-match interview. I think it really probably captures the majority of people, w- but like w- unfortunately, w- in this Hits culture that we w- live com. in with social media and the whole divide. Of, yeah, well, negativity I mean, look, seems to rise to the top. It's those, unfortunate. Uh, but like and it and then, scores. and then you go out and play pickup with people and play soccer, and like you don't feel any of this like tension because it doesn't exist. It's like almost artificially created through the media, but but it does exist at the same time. Yeah, it's just like. You gotta call that shit out, and that's why it's being called out because we have videos and cameras and stuff. And it's it's crazy, man. It's it's crazy, but this movement needs to be happening. That's like the main thing, like. Yeah, I think they'll
0: they'll definitely find the people that put up the banner, and they'll they'll definitely get probably get banned next season. Or something
1: yeah, like take that. their fucking take their plane license away.
0: Yeah.
1: Kind of fucking shit. Like you need your voice to be heard so bad. That's another thing, like. Like, with the whole, like, anti, like, the counterculture, like, antagonizing people, like, why, like, some, like, it's crazy some people just need their voice to be heard so bad. Like, I don't really, like, you know, I I don't really even feel comfortable speaking about stuff like this. Like, I don't know, man. Like, but I feel like you have to, because we're we're talking about football in these podcasts and to not talk about it when there's just so many people from around the world, Like, especially from like what we've seen in Italy in the past, man, and from Russia. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's just it's especially with Premier League being such a diverse
0: league. I mean, it's probably the most diverse league out there in the world. From people, if we're talking about
1: people from around the world, yeah, 100. Oh yeah. You got players from Israel, all over the world. Like, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: It's crazy. (laughs) And it's you know, like we, you just kind of have to bring it up because if we don't, that's almost. You know, like just kinda got to. Nigel, do you have any other uh, topics you'd like to go over?
0: Yeah, I mean I think we got Liverpool being the first team to win the Premier League while wearing new balance jerseys. Yeah. That's gonna be crazy. I mean I just think it's a really ugly ass sponsor.
1: It is. Just um, can never never like to I think they make comfy shoes, don't get me wrong. Um I have never owned a pair, I've worn something that real nice and shit, but like fuck that, fuck them sponsoring Liverpool for the title. Um
0: I just think your name's not Saudi Amane. Mane. Mane. You, should not, you should not be wearing those cleats. You don't have enough salt to wear the cleats. No, you'll you'll never be good enough. There's no way.
1: No way. But um Liverpool have played outstanding this season, man. Um they deserve the title. I didn't see much of the Liverpool and Everton game. I only really got to watch the highlights. Yeah. I had had to work that day, and I didn't get to see the game. But um, Everton looked good. I saw good things from Liverpool, too, though. I I sure got to wait another week to lose the title. I think Naby Keita is going to be... It's not even he's going to be a good player. It's just, like, if it works out for him there, like, with the system. Like... He's undoubtedly good, but we'll see. Yeah. Unfortunately, like, man, he's so good though. Like, maybe just England isn't his league. Like, he'd be, he'd be better in Spain, honestly. I could see that. But it's like an Iniesta to me. But um, I think Liverpool are gonna wrap up that title, man.
0: Oh yeah. It's- Speaking of people wrapping up the title, we got Bayern Munich win their eighth in a row.
1: That's already That's happening just... against Dortmund. Would Dortmund get second?
0: Yeah, I think Dortmund, they officially locked out second
1: and And, you know, like, they weren't even close, too, because, like, I remember looking at it a while back, and I was like, yeah, they're not going to win it. I didn't know where Leverkusen was at. Like, I was sort of... Yeah. I, I haven't been able to watch a lot of football this week, and even outside of England, I don't really... You know, it just—we all have stuff to do in our life, but at the same time, everybody loves watching Premier League. That's kind of what we go over. But Munich it, wrapping up their eighth—is that successive?
0: Yeah, eight, eight in a row, man. Shit. That's
1: that's, that's, that's nuts, dude. Yeah, Leroy Sonic can go have fun there, just on a cakewalk, bud. Have fun in the Champions League. That's crazy, man, that's very impressive too, man. Because Germany's yeah, not. Dogs? I got, I rate the German league like Yeah, I was about to say, I mean the quality
0: is pretty good from like top to bottom. Like teams can play. Yeah, it's oh just my. they just they're just so ahead of all the other teams.
1: Nigel, it's I'm sorry, insane. I don't I don't I don't know if this game happened today, but I'm watching Newcastle United versus Sheffield United. Uh did have you seen any of this? No, it happened. Uh Newcastle's up two now. It looks like St. Allen Maximum scored the first goal. I'm just I'm seeing some abysmal defending from Sheffield and that's just not like not what you expect from him. So I'm just um even Joelington has gotten on the score sheet and made it 3-0. Newcastle's won that match 3-0. Well, wow, yeah, actually I
0: think I did I did see about that. It was like Joe Linton, like first goal in like a crazy amount of
1: days. Because like, I don't that rate. game was complete I, trash. Yeah, I don't I don't rate him as a center forward. Like in you know this. I mean, um, it's just for the, the Premier League's hard to play in, man, like, it doesn't yeah, mean, I mean that you're not a good player, man, it's just yeah, so there's hard to play a,
0: Yeah, like I said earlier, there's a lot of players that take like a year to adapt or so, like, you really, not everyone hits the ground running.
1: No, it's, it's the hardest league in the world to play in, I think, uh, especially physically, all those matches, so much competition. Yeah, that
0: Boxing Day period, where yeah. you're just playing a ton of games, like 10 days, it's not easy, man.
1: Yeah man, Nigel, um, do you have anything else to go over? I have hit all my points. I don't.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's it for me. I think we might have to wrap it up.
1: Yeah man, we'll wrap it up man. Um, good talking to you again man. I like doing these. Um... Appreciate you man. Just uh, a yeah.
0: word. Let's get a word from our sponsors.
1: No sponsors. Uh, so. Phoenix probably, would be a sponsor, but she's asleep right now. Probably plug
0: like some uh, gambling thing. If you want to place your bets. Bet365. Um, yeah, bet365. Want to bet some Premier League games? Get the over Runner score?
1: Um, but yeah, man. Uh, we didn't do an episode for about 10 days. Uh, it was awkward with the Premier League restart. You have all these matches coming through, but I mean, when things are kind of through on the weekend, and we both have a day off, you can expect an episode about once a week. We kind of went like almost two weeks, but... There was a lot of games. Even, like, Arsenal have played two games, but, like... Like, who's a team that I haven't seen play a game yet?
0: Oh, uh, let's see... Maybe
1: maybe one, but most teams only played one, you know what I mean? Like... Yeah. It was just an it was an awkward restart, but...
0: Yeah, most of the, like, top six teams have mostly played. At that yeah. point, at least, played once.
1: Yeah, man, but, um... In the episode two, Nigel, nice doing this once again, man, um anybody that's watching we appreciate y'all and uh uh,
0: yeah drop a like comment subscribe all
1: that (laughs) no you took the words (laughs) out of my mouth bro that was literally what i was about to say hell yeah y'all all All right man we appreciate everybody shout out to the three people at home yes sir. (laughs) yes sir. all right y'all